Good afternoon once again, and welcome to Northern Kentucky Spotlight coming to you today from Impact Cowork. We'll get to that in just a little bit. Uh, as always, Northern Kentucky Spotlight is brought to you by CVG. Our monthly sponsor is HR Elements and our studio sponsor, Talent Magnet Institute Podcast Studio at Impact Cowork. I'm Catherine Nero, uh, your co-host, along with Jeremy Schrand, the marketing and... Uh, Wait, I'm going to get this wrong Marketing again. Communications oh! Director. Director Marketing, of Marketing Communications. I just want to call him the Grand Poobah. It really would make it a lot easier, <laughs> yeah. and I would remember it so much yeah, better. That's Brent. Brent's he, the Grand Poobah. Oh, okay. So he's just in charge of all the things. So, um, all right. So, Jeremy, we've got some really good topics to talk about today, near and dear to my heart. I love words. I'm a word nerd, as I like to call myself. And so we're talking about that in two different kind of ways today. Yep. One, why writing is important regardless of what you're doing for any sort of business. Katie Taylor from Untold Content is here to talk about that coming up in just a little bit. And then also, Rob and Lauren Hudson, the father-daughter duo, and their new book, It Can Be Done. We're talking about their writing as well. So yes. this is going to be a good one. Yes. And before we get started, I would like to give a special shout-out to our studio sponsor, Impact Cowork. They have a great co-working space located in Newport, Kentucky with all the amenities, plus great parking and the Talent Magnet Institute podcast studio, which we are live from today. Um, if you need more information about a great co-working space, visit impactcowork.com and... Uh, they can help you out. It's great. It really is. Whether you just need that co-working space or a podcasting studio or both, or just want to try it yeah. out. That's and, really and, a great opportunity. And they've got a great app, too. Yeah. You can, like, unlock the door with your phone. So you feel like you're in Star Trek. You don't Chat. have to, like, push the, ring the doorbell <laughs> or knock on the door or anything like that. And as much as we love technology, uh, really, uh, when you really get down to it, words are important. Words are extremely important, and that's really what we're talking about today. Dr. Katie Trout-Taylor is the CEO of Untold Content, which is a writing consultancy dedicated to writing and delivering thought leadership across a number of industries. Dr. Taylor studied professional and technical writing at Thomas More, University of Cincinnati, and Purdue, before then starting as a professor at Miami University, and now operates her company full-time. So, Dr. Taylor, thank you so much for coming in. I well, appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay, I've established it. I love words, and I think they're very <laughs> important. And it's not just about um, getting a message across, but tell me what, what led you to start untold content and why words are so important. Yeah, absolutely. So back when I was a PhD student at Purdue University, not far from here, um, I was I was contacted. I was studying professional writing. I was actually writing my dissertation, which is like mm -hmm. a book-length research project when you're a graduate student. And I was writing it on urban Appalachian migration in Cincinnati. And I was contacted by the Department of Veterans Affairs. They said, we're looking for a technical writer who can help create the content that we need for a lot of the healthcare programs we're doing for rural veterans. How can we help alleviate their drive times. They have to drive forever sometimes into large cities to get to VA hospitals. And they said, can you help us create the content for this program? And um, I came in sort of as a subject matter expert and we really, everything grew from there. So I started doing professional writing consulting within the VA and started working hmm. at a national level, working with like the National Homeless Programs Office, the Women's Health Office, and it just kept growing. And so then as I started as a professor, the company continued to grow. We started getting more corporate clients. Um, and the idea of how can we provide professional, scientific, and technical writing and training to companies, um, it became really the, the seed of a pretty strong idea. And so that, that's when I formed my startup, Untold Content. And since then, we've grown at a pretty rapid rate. We have um, seven full-time employees now at this point over the last couple of years. Incredible. Awesome. So um, on your website, there's a bold paragraph, the community... Um, 
the communications what untold or communicates what untold content believes. Um, here's what it says: uh, Words shape the actions we take and the solutions we create. Together with subject matter experts, we clarify the complicated, translate research-backed insights, and positively impact the world through words. Um, so let's bring that to life for the listeners. I know I didn't do a really good job of reading it out loud just now, but let's. What's that exactly mean? Sure, sure. Let me give you some examples of the kind of work that we do. Um, a couple of years ago, did you guys hear of a campaign called the Duffel Shuffle through the Northern Kentucky Children's Home? Yes. Yes. I, yes. So we yep. were actually the content conceptors and creators for that okay. campaign. So a client like the Children's Home would come to us and say, how can we engage the community of Cincinnati in um, sort of active campaign to get duffel bags into the hands of kids in foster care? And so we, as a team, we would storm around that idea, sort of brainstorm, if you will, um, come up with an interesting angle. And so for us, we always try to create content that's research-backed and evidence-based. That's kind of our unique angle. Um, and so we looked and found some research from Harvard Medical School that said that dancing and movement activate our emotional intelligence. They make us, it makes us feel something when we are physically engaging in, in dance or movement. And so we pitched to them, let's try this campaign, let's call it the Duffel Shuffle, let's structure it like the Ice Bucket Challenge. And mm -hmm. how can we use content, video content in particular, and a script that was sort of a collaboration with Q102, and um, how can we communicate the need without making it a pity party and without putting anyone down, but building into children and empowering them through language. And the, the, the final sort of campaign um, message that we created was everyone um, deserves to carry a sense of home with them. Mm. So a sense of home is something everyone should carry with them. And it was amazing. We got 62,000 um, impressions on social media. Over a thousand duffel bags were donated. People were videotaping themselves, dancing with mm -hmm. these duffel bags, and then donating. So um, that's just one glimpse into the type of work that we do. That one was kind of a more engaged, community engagement kind of social media yeah. campaign. Um, but on the other side, we do really highly technical and scientific work. So right now, one of our clients is the Millennium Challenge Corporation, which is headquartered out of Washington, D.C., and they do infrastructure projects all around the world for some of the uh, world's most developing countries. And so we're writing evaluation briefs, which is highly technical language. Mm -hmm. It's very complex to wade through, but we're taking 100-page reports and condensing them down into four pages that someone wow. in Congress can read to say, yay or nay, let's keep funding this type of work. And by the way, how big is that? Because so often... And we've we've you know heard these stories about how uh, elected officials don't even have time, even yes. if they wanted to read hundred page briefs, briefs uh, they they wouldn't be able to do it. Um, and so this is an interesting mix. You go from the creative end of of writing the way we think of it in the social media campaign to this very technical end. Of, this is a really wide gamut. And um, but really the I guess the common theme is storytelling and telling the story, be it technical or creative. Yes, exactly. Storytelling, we, we all, I think, have a natural inclination to hear stories and to tell stories. It's how we connect as human beings at, at a really visceral level. So yeah, whether it's for a nonprofit at a local level or it's for a global enterprise, mm. um, we need to be thinking about story and how it we can sort of harness it to create an impact. 
Okay. Um, so why is the skill of writing so important to business? You kind of started to kind of answer that a little bit there, but... Sure, sure. So, you know, writing is one form of storytelling. Today, everything, um, there's so many different types of content that people are engaging with, whether it's video, um, whether it's animation or artificial intelligence and going into the sort of virtual reality space. There are a lot of different ways to tell a story, but writing is still central across all of those content forms. So, um, so it's interesting, you know, from a business standpoint, companies actually lose a lot of money every year due to miscommunication. Um, whether that's inefficiencies in how their employees write, or whether it's a C-suite leader having trouble sort of communicating on a written level what the strategic vision is for the company. Um, in fact, some research has shown that big companies lose about $62 million every year mm. due to miscommunication, and small businesses $420,000 a year due to those kinds of inefficiencies. So um, writing is an incredibly important skill. It doesn't matter if you are fresh out of college and you're trying to land your first job or if you are about to enter into an executive position and a leadership position at a company, you are required to be able to communicate well. And I think a lot of people put emphasis on your persona and your presentation skills, um, but less emphasis on your written skills. Um, I don't know if you guys heard this, but the CEO of Goldman Sachs in an interview a couple of weeks ago was just saying that writing is the skill that he's seeing less and less of, and it's mm. more and more important. Well, so much of what we do now, communication-wise, is written, whether it's a simple text or an email or a caption on an Instagram post or something like that. So it's not just like long papers. Right. So it, it, what is a, a CEO or a business owner to do? How do they make sure that their staff is writing better? Yeah, absolutely. So um, one thing that we do at Untold Content is we provide thought leadership training and writing training. They go hand in hand. In order to be a thought leader or any kind of leader, you need to be able to communicate your ideas well. Um, and that's not just in verbal form, right? It's in written form as well through strategic imperatives or through reports to stakeholders. So uh, one thing that we do is we provide that kind of training. We come on site and we'll deliver keynote addresses. We'll do workshops with your employee teams and we'll build up that writing muscle so that they feel empowered to write more quickly, which everybody wants mm -hmm. to do um, because we write so much at work. Um, so we'll do that on-site training. We also have um, a brand new product, which is an online self-paced writing training for employees. And so um, employers can choose to deliver this to their employees. They can go at their own pace. Um, we designed it based on a lot of feedback, especially from millennial employees who said, we want to learn on the go. So everything about the course, it's called Wordsmith. Um, and everything about the course is um, kind of delivered in multiple modes. So you can listen to it as a podcast, you can watch the video, do a slide deck, or you can read the transcript. Um, and then there are exercises and knowledge checks built in. And so that's one way that Untold Content, for instance, is supporting local and um, national businesses and trying to um, empower their employees to write more efficiently. So if you're interested in that in particular, um, you can check that out at untoldcontent.com wordsmith. Um, so that's, it's, it's important to be sort of refreshing your writing. When was your last writing class? Exactly. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while, yes. So uh, it sounds like you've got a really great team. What, 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 what makes them stand apart? What's so unique about their talents? 
Yeah, I think, you know, one thing we hear from our clients that's such a unique differentiator for Untold is that um, all of our staff have graduate level training. So we have MA and PhD degrees in professional and technical writing. Um, that's kind of unique, you mm -hmm. know, a lot of, um, so, so for us, you know, we've, we've kind of honed that skill over time, but we also have a lot of industry experience um, that we bring to the table. And so we're working across industries. I think we can all sort of agree that the future of innovation is going to be collaborative. You're going to need to think um, not just in terms of like one kind of skill set, but how do you translate your skills across um, you know, different disciplines or different fields and industries. And so one thing that we learn from a client in the healthcare sector, we can contribute that knowledge over into the tech sector, for instance, and kind of cross-pollinate. Sounds awesome. Now, if people want to know more about you, where can they go? Absolutely. So go to untoldcontent.com. Um, and you can also follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. We're really on every all kind of, of the uh, <laughs> all of the social media. Right? Yeah, yeah. we're really well, active you got, on LinkedIn. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, and then uh, kind of getting short on time. So one more question that we have for you before you go it is uh, tourism time around or tourism month at the chamber. Um, when you have somebody come to town, where do you take them? What, what do you show, how do you show off our region to an out-of-town visitor? You know, I have to give a shout-out to my girls at Hansy Shop and Studio yeah. over in Covington. Has anyone mentioned this yet? No, no, no right. but it's super cute over it's there. It's a tucked-in little studio, and um, I met the owners um, as part of the Artworks Big Pitch. We were both finalists in that uh -huh. program, and I fell in love with what they do and their creativity. So um, they sort of the design and the visual brain, mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm, of course, more of the word brain. It's so a good I combo. It. Yes. It's a good yes. combo. Check them out. Excellent, excellent. All right, well, thank you so much, Katie. We appreciate it. And we would like you to stay with us. We're going to be right back. More discussion about writing coming your way in just a little bit. Stay with us. CVG is committed to supporting the region's growth and success for years to come as the premier airport for the tri-state region, an active community leader that helps drive economic growth, and an innovator that delivers an unforgettably positive experience. Welcome back to Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Jeremy is still here, but we are now joined by Don Denham from Leadership Northern Kentucky. Uh, and we'll talk about uh, right now some of the big things happening in business over the last several days. And one happened actually right in, in, in the chamber headquarters right there. NKU and Ion Apex went into an agreement this week. Um, Ion Apex is one of the area's biggest electrical contractors. And so what they've established is that their paid apprentices in electrical construction can now earn credit at the same time at NKU. Mm -hmm. And the, and what so many interesting things about this. Number one, it means that they don't have to choose trades or college. It's now like a right. good combo. And also this number is staggering. 55% of trade professionals in Northern Kentucky are 55 or older. That means they're all nearing, more than half nearing retirement and there needs to be right. some young blood coming in there. So this is great. Right. Yeah. And uh, this was a really, really great partnership that um, we got to help um, witness basically mm -hmm. we, we had to come into the grow space and do the signing there um, we, we got to broadcast it live on Facebook um, 
And, you know, it was great kind of seeing all this work kind of come together. And, like, as John Reeder was saying, it took a huge team to make that, to accomplish that. Sure. But we're um, kind of the way that uh, NKU is moving, we're, we're hopeful to see more of these kind of deal, deals coming right. down the pipe. Anything such an obvious shortage in yeah. this area, right? Yeah. I mean, anyone who owns a home knows you call for service of so many kinds and you're weeks out yeah. to get something, you know, repaired at this point. So I was talking with somebody, a contractor, um, several years ago, and he said welders in particular, were in such high demand that literally things were shutting, like like projects were shutting down wow. for the few welders, master welders who would go from place to place. And so that in particular, but just all of the trades and and now, uh, especially with this electrical contractor and electrical uh, electrical construction, it's just a wonderful thing that uh, NKU and INAPEX have worked together to, to make happen. It is. It's very cool. All right. So from that good news, we're going to talk about some not so great news. So I opened the paper. <laughs> Actually, I opened my phone the next morning browser. and uh, browser. <laughs> exactly I don't even think I made it to the browser for quite then but I, I look and I say oh voter turnout for the uh, Kentucky primary is 20 percent that's way higher than uh, was predicted at like 13 percent and then the big want want comes how and why yeah northern Kentucky was at the bottom again again we were about 12 percent where where the Allison had predicted that we would be statewide but um, the state did much better did but better we did not so there's many reasons for Ooh. this that we were discussing <laughs> off air. Uh, shall we discuss them on air? I think we shall. Yes. Let's do. So a big reason that we talk about at the chamber as it pertains to voter turnout in Northern Kentucky is we do not have a media market. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think more Northern Kentuckians can probably tell you who ran for mayor in the last Cincinnati mayoral race, right? Absolutely. Than who ran on Correct. Tuesday. And that's a really big problem. Um, that as a chamber, I think we're starting to do a great job of addressing by trying to be a voice for our region. We don't have a voice yeah. in our region, and, right? And, it, and it's true. And as a member of the media here for 20-something years, it, it's it's tough. It, you know, when you look at the breakdown of population, just the sheer numbers make it hard. Uh, smaller newsrooms make it hard. All of those things. But really, what you said, Dawn, I, I hadn't even thought about. It. It's hard to get candidates up here right. to do. Um, we tried as a chamber. Yeah, we tried debates. to get debates. Yeah. yeah, we don't vote, so why are they coming up here? Right. And there's, I mean, even though you know, and I love Michael Monks uh, from River City News. He always says, like, if Northern Kentucky was a city, it'd be like the third biggest city or second it's biggest true. city in the state. Right. But it's not. And so, because it's not one big entity, without that media market, mm -hmm. it is hard to get these statewide. Um, offices and these candidates to come up here. But right. we're trying to change that with yes. this podcast. That's right. <laughs> Getting the good news out. So yeah. again, exactly. So if you if you were under a rock, it means Share. that uh, Matt Bevan and Andy Bashir will be fighting it all the way to November. Right. So we will. That'll they'll stay in the headlines for right. sure. Yeah, and I think that was a lot tighter, right, in the Democratic primary. Yeah, I think everybody thought it was just kind of going to be a landslide for Bashir, and it was a lot closer than it was a lot of close. anticipated. So, yeah. and then your Bevan vote only, matters. And vote. Then, and then Bevan only getting a little more than fifty percent of the Republican vote. Interesting right. numbers there too. Yeah. Um, and you had a big week this week, Dawn. I had such a fun week this week. So um, Ben and I on Friday night, Ben uh, did photographs for the Leadership Northern Kentucky 40th class, the class of 2019's graduation. And it was just a super magical night. I had 51 executives who graduated from our nine-month-long program. They started way back in September at Camp Joy. Um, we were at New Riff for the graduation, which is just an awesome yeah. venue. Yes. It's incredible um, up on the top floor there. And there were just some neat features. We really tried to change it up this year. Traditionally, graduation has been like super pro program heavy, speaker after speaker. And I just thought, you know, you come with your spouse or a guest and people have never met one another. So yeah. I wanted to create just a lot more social time. So we did a fun little bourbon tasting for the first hour. 
um, new chamber member Say Cheese had a photo booth there, so the class had a lot of fun just being silly and getting in front of the photo booth, um, which was super cool. And then Grainwell actually did the plaques for us this nice. year. Ben got some great photos of the plaques. Every single one is unique, just like every member of the class, and it was just a really, really neat um, neat event. It was super fun. Brent spoke for a little while to the class and toasted them. Uh, Jean Kirshner, our COO, was there, and just it really is a special, special program, and it's just the culmination of of a really cool, cool time. So tomorrow mm -hmm. we pick the new class. I was gonna say yeah. we're it just starts all over. Yeah. yeah. So applications are closed for the class of 2020. Uh, for the class of 2021, they'll open back up next March. So. Mark There's your always an opportunity. There's exactly. always an opportunity for sure. In, in addition to that, the Horizon Community Funds uh, of Northern Kentucky got the highest national accreditation, which it's for philanthropic excellence. And what that really means is for those who donate, they know that the money's going to the right places. Right. Um, it's also a part of Endow Kentucky Tax Credit, which if you donate to any of these um, organizations, you uh, get state tax credit up to like 20, some, something crazy, like 20% toward mm -hmm. your Kentucky income tax. So um, keep that in mind. Come tax time. Congratulations, Horizon. And uh, awesome. the developments keep uh, continuing for Newport. They mm -hmm. just announced a new hotel that they're going to put in by the um, World Peace Bell mm -hmm. um, on 4th and Monmouth. Um, it is a home, I think it's going to be a home two suites mm -hmm. um, right. location. And uh, it will. it's going to kind of connect Monmouth to Newport on the levee, which is great because there's a, kind of a little bit of a dead zone there. And it's going to um, add some nice hotel options for that new music venue that's coming Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, they're really doing a lot over there in, in Newport. Um, and maybe my favorite headline of the week. Yes. Braxton is always coming out with something. <laughs> Braxton is, I mean, we should have this, like, this should be sponsored by Braxton. Uh, next week. I was going to say, next maybe week. we should have a Braxton while we do this. I shall well, not. Is that the answer? I shall Jake, not if you're watching. That. <laughs> so here's the deal. So Braxton and Graders, they've done this black raspberry chip, you know, uh, beer for several years. This year, this one, this is a good one. Key Lime Pie Ale. So it is going to be released tomorrow. The ice cream and the beer, um, and it is described, the beer anyway, as vanilla, cinnamon, lactose, and fresh key limes. Sounds delicious. Yeah. That is some field research we need to take part in. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Braxton will be here next week. To talk about that and their big fancy new yeah. barrel house. Um, and yes. then uh, we also had a few ribbon cuttings this week. Uh, Frisch's in Burlington opened up, mm -hmm. and uh, we were there. and. Reopen, the reopen. grand reopening. Right. Yes. yes, grand reopening. I think it's reopening. all to celebrate Coke being back, right? Yeah, whatever it takes. Yeah. Whatever, it, whatever takes. it takes. No. They, I don't know why they ever went away from Coke. <sighs> I don't think they know why they ever went away yep. from Coke. <laughs> and then the other one, uh, the Bradford on Scott um, building. The yeah, that's. And the, I, I don't know if you've driven by it. It's like you know, I all of these old buildings that they're redoing for this mixed use. It's just it's been it's been great in Covington. So this is uh, their rolling point. They call it in the. 300 block of um, of Scott Street. So mm -hmm. that's going to be great once that is officially open. Some of them are already sold, so good news there. Beautiful. Beautiful spot. Big news in Northern Kentucky. We don't need our own media market, right? We're going to get it all out right here. <laughs> uh, but we've got more coming your way. We're going to talk with the Hudsons coming up in just a little bit, so stay with us. HR Elements is a scalable outsourced advisory firm that enhances internal HR resources to achieve your goals. Whether it's part-time or full-time, our professionals provide, create, and strategically support the HR resources you need. For more information about how they can help your organization, call Tina Taylor at 513-313-0501 or check them out at hr-elements.com. Hi, uh, welcome back. And today joining us for our final segment is... Um, 
man. Rob Hudson and his daughter, Lauren Hudson, they've just written a new book. And it is out, so we brought them in to uh, talk about. Yeah, so you have on. it with us right here. First of all, the cover art. I must say, this is good stuff right there. Um, tell us about this book first, and we'll delve into all of the the fun stuff that uh, preceded it. Yeah, of course. So this book is part of a series, um, Students Leading America series. Um, it's the second. The first is called Our Best Tomorrow, um, which focuses on teaching capitalism principles to students. And this book, um, the second in the series, focuses on teaching. Um, principles like um, charity, work ethic, avoiding debt that can help lead a student towards the American dream. Awesome. Oh my gosh, sorry. Um, if, um, let me ask you this. So you guys have been writing these books together for how long? Well, we, we had our first capitalism book. Uh -huh. And much to it was really this was a father-daughter summer project I mean <laughs> it this kind was of not yeah it wasn't yeah. to be taken seriously and then it suddenly was taken seriously we were able to go uh, be on Fox News and Fox Business and uh, a, a number of experiences got to travel around the country for fun and then Lauren uh, she got the big head and she decided she had to do her own novels. Ah, yes. So she cast me aside for a period of two or three years or so. And finally, she's back where she belongs, <laughs> co-authoring with me. And we will, I will lead her to greatness once again. So why is this subject matter so important to the two of you? Well, one thing I noticed throughout my schooling was that there was a complete just kind of gap in the teaching of principles like these. You know, we learn... I'm, I love the sciences, I'm a huge mm -hmm. science geek, and so we learn, I took biology and chemistry and all those important things, but never once in my high school or middle school career did I have to take, you know, like a business principles, business ethics, um, a economic class. Mm -hmm. and, and this is your, your way of getting it out to the masses then? Yes, right? and I'm hoping, it was in, our first book was in a couple schools, um, in here and in Texas, right? It, it went into hundreds of schools, yeah. in fact. It, 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 hmm. The business community in northern Kentucky rallied around the book. They purchased thousands of copies of the book to make sure that it went into West Virginia schools, Kentucky schools, uh, and several other states. It was really cool how the business community yeah. rallied around this. And the chamber was a big help yeah. from day one. So um, it's become kind of like family undertaking. And you know, what's it like working with your dad? Like, is it fun? <laughs> it's, it's like, all, it's good. It, yep. Be careful, young lady. He'll yeah. for <laughs> Be you. careful, young lady. <laughs> he says it's awesome. No, <laughs> I do love it. Um, I think my dad and I are more alike than sometimes we like to admit. And so it, there is a bit of clashing of heads. We're both very headstrong. Mm -hmm. We want it how we want it, and we don't want to accept other people's opinions. But I think it's been a real growing experience, and it's been great to get to spend so much time with him and to bond in a different way than other father-daughter relationships do. Well, th think about the great team that we have. We have a, um, we have a young millennial mm -hmm. um, who's a little bit of a, um, uh, what's the word, a snowflake. She's a little <laughs> snowflake. And we have a battle-tested baby boomer <laughs> on this team. Who brought up $23 trillion of debt. If he's going to attack my <laughs> generation, I'll attack his that, too. That, wow. This could I go think they need their own podcast. Really negative, something. really quick. <laughs> um, and, and thank you for paying back that debt. That'll be yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Congratulations <laughs> so, in that regard. So what are your favorite messages from the book? Let's... Okay. I think one thing I love is that the idea that you should treat businesses and business owners like your friends and your neighbors. Because I think a lot of people of my generation 
think that business owners, because they're so successful, are the enemies. But in reality, they're the ones who are going to be giving us jobs as we get out of college and as we go into the workforce. And, you know, you treat businesses as you would want to be treated as an employee. That's a great message. When you talk with people who've read this book, kids who've read this book, what do, what do they get out of it? What do they what do they learn? What do they tell you? Well, what they one of the things, a lot of the feedback we got in Texas was, in the, and I'm, it's hard for me to admit this, but you can... I write a lot of the narrative parts, and Lauren writes more of the story parts, and we do collaborate very heavily. But the kids in Texas sadly reported that they wanted more narrative, uh, they wanted more of Lauren's parts and fewer <laughs> of my parts. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I, and, and we both, this is a much more in-depth book than the first one, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm, I'm so hopeful and optimistic that more and more kids will come to this very positive message. I call it an antidote for negative social media. Kids need to know they have every opportunity to be successful. So the book again and again returns to the themes that you have more control than you think you have. You have more talent than you think you have. And you can accomplish anything, which is what a lot of our parents told us as we but grew really, up. And it matters. You're right, though. This generation might have more opportunity than any of the generations really previously just because of the opportunities that may present themselves through social media or whatever else it may and be. And they should be so grateful for to, to us, don't you think, for providing <laughs> those opportunities. We're coming back to that, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a big so, head today. <laughs> so do you have plans for another book yet? Maybe something on general uh, generational differences? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, we're going in, it's funny, we're going in the opposite direction. Now, she, in her science fiction uh, paranormal series, she's working on the third in her trilogy. Yes, um, which is hoping it, to come. We're hoping to have it out by next May. We try to do about a book a wow. year. So, but awesome. but really, let's face it. Anybody can write about kids with special powers, right? That's not that's not tough. Not I everybody. Think this collaboration <laughs> be difficult, Lauren. I see this. Yes. Our first guest would probably beg uh, <laughs> to differ with you on that. <laughs> no, the, the the next book in our series, which may be the last book, <clears throat> is is um, the the idea of the book is that so much of what's taught in the first two books has a lot to do with our Judeo-Christian heritage and that these ideas weren't Rob Lauren ideas. These ideas have been here with us for centuries, for millennia. These are time-tested ideas that work for people. And so far in the draft, I think we've got nearly a thousand references to the Bible. And so it, it, that one might be a little heavier than the first two, but I like it as a way to kind of wrap up and move forward the series for kids to see the big picture. And uh, as we've been mentioning for the last, well, all of the episodes we've done uh, on Northern Kentucky Spotlight, it is tourism month here in Northern Kentucky. So we want to know when you have people in from out of town, where do you take them? And let's see if there's generational differences <laughs> in this answer. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite places in Cincinnati is... Um, Finley Market and over the Rhine, especially on a Saturday morning. And have you guys ever been to City Flea? Yes. Oh my gosh. Just happened. I yes. love it. Yes, I've been I've missed it for the past couple times and I can't wait to go this summer. So that's where I would take someone. Excellent. What about you? I, I like to take a walk uh, up at Prospect Point and looking out west at the bend in the river. I think it's one of the most beautiful views in a several state area. So whenever people come to visit we like to take that little walk and sit and see that view. And I, I just think it's really, I think it's special that in Northern Kentucky, we, we have the urban cores, but we also have just a few minutes away 
some of the most beautiful places in the country. I love that you can drive from a, a skyscraper to farmland in 25 minutes. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, there's not a lot of mm -hmm. places that happens. That's right. Well, thank you guys so much. And again, the book is called It Can Be Done. And I love this subtitle, Students Leading an Exceptional America. That sounds great. That's what we need, right? Yes. Yeah. Thank that's you, Hudson's. That's Lauren. That's you. Lauren as the president on yes, the cover. And that's me. I've <laughs> as got it her, should be. I've got her back as the Secret <laughs> Service agent, which Very is true nice. on a daily basis. Very nice. <laughs> and uh, you can find the book on Amazon. Yes, and also at Joseph Beth. Of and course, Joseph we Beth, just launched yeah. the book on Saturday with the book signing, and so there are plenty of copies there for people mm -hmm. if they want it. Yep, and I'm sure if you needed it signed, we could we could make that happen. And, Amen. Send us and an email. speaking of book signings, uh, Robin Lauren will be signing books and doing appearances evenings and weekends this summer as they launch the book. It can be done. Uh, check out Students Leading America series if you want to check out the other ones as well on Facebook, Amazon. You've earned more than 20 regional, national, and international book awards, so that should be celebrated. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you so much. And thank you for joining us once again on Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Uh, next week, this is gonna this is good stuff, right? It's a, gr it's a great week. It's a great week. We have Kim Best, the executive director of the Carnegie. She's gonna come in and talk about all the great arts in our region and mm -hmm. kind of how the, car the Carnegie supports that. It's a really great organization. Catherine and I both know it very well. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, I'm, I'm there a lot. Uh, <laughs> you may have and then our other guest is Jake from Braxton, and uh, the developer who is helping Braxton build that new location in Fort Mitchell in the Remkes. It should be a really great show. Can't wait. That'll be a Hope good Hope they one. bring beer. So arts and beer. <laughs> this is all of my favorite things. Yeah, so, uh, we'll it's, it's going to be great. That. And once again, uh, thank you to our title sponsor, CVG, HR Elements, our monthly sponsor, and the Talent Magnet Institute podcast here studio at Impact Cowork. We appreciate the space and the time here. Uh, and for Ben, who has been referenced off camera, but he's right there working. Ben Gastrike, thank you ever so much for yeah. all of your help. And all of our guests, Katie Taylor, Robin Lauren Hudson, uh, Don Denham as well. Uh, we appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you right back here next Thursday for the Northern Kentucky Spotlight.